Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Means the boys are here. That's exactly what that means. What that means. I am Fred Slow. I will be alongside you, friend of the show, up until 545 tonight when this broadcast is no longer our broadcast. But don't worry. We're not handing you off to that 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 Douglas Gelb. What's his name? Never heard of him. What's, it, what's his name, Michael? Zach Gelb. He does a yeah, great that job. Doesn't, yeah, that doesn't yeah, sound uh, right. That doesn't sound right. Are you sure? Will you Google that? Look that Zach up for him. Zach Gelb show. Well, no, he does a great mm, job. Gelbin show? What is Gelb. that? Gelb. Is Gelbin? Is that Gelb. Sh- Gelb. Is that okay, Polish? I'm going to look this up on Urban Dictionary. Yeah, you do that. What is Gelbing? Gelbing? Is it Gelbin or Gelbing? Gelb. Gelbing is whenever you go fishing in a pond that you know doesn't have any fish in it. Gelbing has nothing to do with Gelb. A Gelfling is the little creature that Jim Henson made for uh, the Dark Crystal movie. So everyone, everyone knows this. I don't tempt the Fae. Tina Fey? No. Is it Tina Fey show next? What you're doing is you're doing it. I just told you not to do it. Oh. You do not cross the Fae. The Fae? Yes. You we, never, we're not talking about Tina Fey. There, again, okay. you, have to, you have to pick your, your words wisely here. Okay. Crossing the Fae? Do not cross... The Fae. Well, you cross the Fae all the time when you go up to Las Vegas. <laughs> it's, okay, again. Santa Fe is what They I'm are aware of this. The Fae. Yeah. Never agree with them. Never challenge them. Never give them opportunity to put you in a point where you feel indebted to them. Don't tempt the Fae. Okay, I'm going to have to do some research on this because I am lost, buddy. <laughs> I am I have no clue. 415, Josh Sushan joins us. We're going to talk Albuquerque Isotopes as they tonight are at Round Rock. And uh, you know what my boys need to do is get even. That's I, what my boys need to do. I know what we're not talking about. What's that? The Fay. No. Ooh, I just told you. That's what I, I didn't. Not the Frey. I don't the, know what this means. The Frey is the worst band I've ever seen in concert. They opened for Green Day. And the Cable Car, I believe, is their is their banger hit. And it's a, how to save a life. But it's just a guy. Save a life? Yeah. That's what they say? It's, I, what did you think it was? I thought it was shave your wife. It, also, <laughs> I don't know if CDs exist anymore. But if they do, I don't know if they come with lyrics in the huh. fold anymore. They definitely don't come in the fay. I know that Seal... No wonder people laugh at me when I sing that song in karaoke. I've been getting the lyrics wrong forever. You only sing one song in karaoke. We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Tequila. Tequila. Yeah. At 545, this is an Isotopes broadcast here on 610 The Sports Animal. The man who tempts the fay, Van Nunley. Van, how are you? Good, man. Good day. Had a good day. Welcome to the live stream. If you're part of the live stream... Ice Cube had a song about it. Today was a good day. Yes, it was. That's what we said. 
It was a good day. Sat down with some friends of the show, got some cool stuff done. If you're in the live chat, welcome. 505-246-0610. Call your boys, text your boys. Do not call your boys or text your boys at 415, though, as Josh Sushan is joining us. If you text us now. You can text us. We'll ask you. I'll ask. I'll ask the first question, no matter what it is. Oh, now, all right. No, no, no. No, let me take it back. You can't do that. Within reason. The first question that Vital approves. Yes. Yeah, he's got to edit these. That's the thing, too, because it's a little bit of a radio bit to be like, hey, what's Vital do? <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, he's basically our boss. I think in the hierarchy, in the chain of command, it goes. Oh, no, I'm along the fray. It, okay, it's yeah. not the fray. Well, that's you tempting them. I just told you that. It's how you shave your wife. You know what I'm talking about? The, the fray? It was. <laughs> It was a guy. Yeah, he, like the bottom of my jorts. The fray, where I cut off my pants and turned them into shorts. Not frayed. Yeah, yeah. That's what you said. Fray, I do feel, is a verb. To fray something. Ah, uh, to fray? Yeah. Or not to fray. When what? you talk about the fay. Uh, why are you doing fay, that? Touche. Just told you not to talk about the fay know what that means you know what people aren't talking about anymore will smith slapping chris rock because the news cycle is dead and gone uh-huh and the new slap exists it's actually two slaps well it's more than a slap those look close-fisted to me if i was going to inspect the video the new one michael have you seen this the new one yeah i have and there's actually two of them but i'm gonna give you the first obvious one first the new one is the brand new Defending, undefeated, JetBlue, champion of the world, Iron First Class Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. who layeth the smacketh down upon individual I can only call who had it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Steve. Punch me in the face. <laughs> asking for it in Steen. Hey, you don't expect that in first class, do you? Oh, don't. <laughs> Mike's going to come after yeah. me now. I ask you to stop. <laughs> if you don't stop, I'm going to make an example out of you. You want a tasty fist? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that video, which went insanely viral in the course of about two minutes. I, I woke up to it. I like, like, in culture, you're woke now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you don't know this, Michael. I'm going to Dave Mike. So Van is a big fan of attempted cancel culture, but he does it in a way to where if he just doesn't personally like you, he identifies a woke topic and then applies it to you in an effort to destroy your career professionally. You know how many times I've heard I've never been to Sudan? A lot. What? Yeah, exactly. That's the exact response I get. (laughs) (laughs) So this cat... And I can't find his name. And I've been looking. It's, I it's coming. It's oh oh it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Because it's always coming when you had it coming. Yes. And if you are going to in first class, and by the way, I'm the biggest JetBlue fan in the whole planet now. I'm only flying JetBlue moving forward. I will pay extra for first class because if this is the kind of in-flight entertainment you're going to give me, I'm not going to slum again on Southwest. Southwest, okay. That one is not off limits. 
But don't you dare talk about our friends at Frontier Airlines. Oh, no. Hey, our friends at Frontier Airlines. We're big Frontier people. They take take care of your boys. If you pack light, Frontier is for you. Yeah. Also, Frontier, I saw just announced they're charging you for carry-ons. So me and Frontier need to have a sit-down. Okay. Yeah. How much for a wayward son? Nice. Yeah. The joke there, it's a Kansas, if you're flying to Kansas, Michael. A lot of the show he you got to keep up with. He got it. I see his shoulders jiggling. He's He thinks it's funny. We did our submissions today, Michael, for the New Mexico Broadcaster of the Year deal, deal, deal. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael, do you know what we're talking about? They get awards? Kind of. All right, so we have to identify multiple clips of the program that we feel are like like award-worthy. Ah, uh, yes. Okay, so we had some pretty solid bits, okay? Mm-hmm. So there was three bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did two bits and one interview. Right. So we we submitted the interview with Kix Brooks from the Super Bowl. She had a lot of fun there. Which we had a lot of fun. And we had originally intended to submit John Sally, but the entire interview with John Sally is just him laughing over us talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's hard to hear. So it didn't seem like quality. Yeah. Good energy, not great content. But Kix Brooks got in as a submission because we went in an interview. I honestly thought that no matter what I chose, you're going to override me and pick The Miz because you're such a fanboy of The Miz. I am. And by the way, you can go back and check out any of our Super Bowl interviews. Yeah. They're all on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get. Search Talk ABQ, search Two Men On, we're there. We're we're there for you. We're there. Well, Michael, we also submitted. An overwhelming majority of them were good. All of the ones that made air were good. Yes. Yeah, all the ones that did not. We don't even talk about. Yeah. Because it ain't me, Michael, that can't pull an interview along. It's them. The Frey. The Fay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So we also submitted a really popular bit, the Hall of Very Famous. Yeah. So we submitted the Hall of Very Famous bit, which is brilliant. To where, good one. Yeah, it's a very good one. Mm-hmm. So we got some good ones in the mix. And then lastly... We submitted poor people food. Poor people food. Poor people food is one of my favorite bits that yeah, we've ever that's done. That's a good one. <laughs> we didn't we didn't go with Tom Brady sold his soul. We didn't do that one. Didn't make the cut. Didn't make the cut. No, okay. it's too sports specific. Oh, it's too sportsy. Yeah, we're not trying to do sports on this show. Well, I start now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're not trying to fool the voter. The poor man's food was excellent. I remember <laughs> that. We um That was funny. Vital, we got some really good reviews on our submissions from the previous awards uh awards season mm-hmm. but they said there's not enough vital on it that's what they said, they said you would have swept the awards season yeah. if there's more mikey v on it well and and here's our thing that's what, we didn't want to misrepresent the brand sure we weren't accidentally going to submit a sports centric clip and then and then erroneously win an award it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair to the judge no because this is not the oscar and we're not making a terrible Think piece, heart tugging, Leonardo DiCaprio, spotlighting like like sob boring snooze fest. We are the Avengers. Speaking of that movie that you just described, I'm really excited for the Johnny Depp Amber Heard biopic. Right, so that's the one, that's the one that's going to take the Tyson. That is going to be so good. You've been watching that, Michael? It's only audio. No, I haven't at all. All right, here's what it is. It's a camera on Johnny Depp. Doing, uh, I think they're, what do you think? Crocodile? Real? Pantomime? What do you think? His emotion. I think it's pretty real. You think it's pretty real? Yeah. And it's voiceovers of Amber Heard 
saying, I will whoop you. <laughs> yeah. And then and then you just hear like like they're like in a Johnny Depp, by the way, calculated, coolest dude possible in this stuff. And because this is domestic violence, let's be real, let's be real yeah. transparent on this. Yes. And as they're saying through this thing, he's like, Hey, I don't hate you, but I don't love you. And she's like, I am going to lose it. <laughs> and she lost it. And she lost it. A bunch. But this is going to be the redemption arc for Johnny Depp. Like, hey, spotlight, Johnny Depp, one of the best looking dudes of all time, right? So he, he looks like he got stung by bees equally all over his body. Whenever we get back from this program, he which looks is rough, which is live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, we will ask Josh Sushan who is better looking, Johnny Depp or Keanu Reeves? Because I need to know right now. We're talking now, like today. They're born in the same year. I mean, you could do the exact, you could do the competition forever. Okay, well, there's overwhelmingly one answer now. We will find out. Okay. You're saying there's one answer, and I'm saying there's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Where we're joined by a friend of the show, friend in real life, Josh Sushan. And Josh is going to give us our Keanu Reeves update of the day. Josh, how are you? I am excellent. I must say about Keanu Reeves that between Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, and I know I'm dating myself here, it's an excellent between film. that and then his appearance in that Paula Abdul video, and then I am an FBI agent. <laughs> oh I mean, that's as good as acting gets. <laughs> right? So very good. So, um, you know, big fan, huge fan. I'm a big John Wick guy. I'm a big John Wick guy. I will watch John Wick more than once, maybe one day. I was late to the party, but it is really entertaining. It's insanely good. Yeah. It's everything that makes a movie work. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Guns. Guns. And a dog. <laughs> also. I, I like speed. Same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like speed. I know that it was corny and cheesy, but I was, you know, my heart was racing. The, Are they going to make it? What's going to happen if the bus <laughs> slows down? And like, I was entertained. If we were to have a boys' night and be like, hey, guys, like the weather's kind of bad. Let's stay in. What do you want to do? Watch the replacements. I'd be like, yeah, kind of. Like, I, don't, I don't super hate that plan. Which is uh, Gladiator owner's Gina Thomas's favorite movie. Shout oh, out to Gina. who knew? Who Lovely knew? meeting with Gina. Josh, what's your favorite movie? Oh, man. Um, and why is it Wayne's World? It's not Wayne's World. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, my all-time favorite movie is actually Swingers. Ooh. Uh, okay. That, right. that explains a lot of your personality. Okay, so Vince Vaughn and John Favreau, it's basically the movie that put them on the map. It's, you know, it was basically the entire thing was filmed in the neighborhood that I used to live in in Los Angeles. Oh. It's this incredible time capsule piece of what life was like before everyone had cell phones when there's like answering machines yep. and maybe a couple yep. people have like a like a beeper. Um and even though it's a it's a bros bro movie, you know, with a lot of just like funny lines, there's also a sweetness to it about guys like kind of trying to pump each other up. There's actually yeah. this, this really beautiful scene at love. the end where Ron Livingston, you know, basically tells John Favreau, you know, your life is amazing. Look outside. Look what you have. And, you know, if your life is bleepity bleep, well then my life is really bad. And anyways, I, I think there's a lot of tenderness within all the the broing out dude jokes. My boy's dog grossed up. I just, he's grossed and he's grossed and he's grossed and he's grossed. Speaking of the boys growing up, the Albuquerque Ice Hubs currently sitting at 5-9 and nine on the season. They're at the Round Rock Express with a 10-4 and four record, and they're playing very good baseball. And that was apparent yesterday, Josh. What are our boys going to do to bounce back today, and how is Zach Neal going to look on the bump? 
hopefully they will forget everything that happened yesterday yes. as quickly mm-hmm. as possible because they were down 9 nothing after two innings and they lost 14-1. to So hopefully they all got uh, some rest and a good dinner and ready to get after it today. Um, as for Zach Neal, in his most recent start, how about this? He started on, uh, on Friday, and when he woke up Friday, he was feeling so poor that he went to urgent care and um, to try to get some medicine or to see what's wrong with him. Called up the manager and said, I'm not feeling well, but I'm going to start. I'm going to give you all I got. I'm going to hope to go five innings. Well, he went five innings. He did not give up any runs Ooh, in five innings. He allowed just one base runner in those five innings. And then he was like, I'm exhausted, Skip. I'm done. <laughs> um, so he's coming off a really good start, even though he did not feel very um, very good at all. And I talked to him about it a couple days after that. He said it was just a good reminder of just don't do too much. Like, even when you feel really good, just just kind of be in the moment and don't do too much. Just, you know, focus on each pitch and, and not, you know, try to be – don't be who you're not. If the voice of the isotopes is going to show up and call a game with laryngitis, yeah. that pitcher better get <laughs> on the needs bump. To get on the level. He better get on the bump. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. <laughs> Josh, did you see this brawl in between North Central Texas and Weatherford College? That pitcher running full speed and trucking that guy, yes. rounding third I, base. I, now I didn't see the aftermath of the brawl, but I did see the pitcher full on tackle the dude around third base, and then that's where whatever video I saw on Twitter, that's where it ended. <laughs> Loyal listener, friend of the show, if you have not seen this yet, look this up: North Central Texas College versus Weatherford. I, I didn't even I didn't even see the hitter like do a bat flip or flex on the pitcher. The pitcher just throws his glove to the ground, goes full speed, and Terry Tate, office linebacker, <laughs> trucks him. And then obviously the bench is clear. It is the wildest thing I've seen on a baseball field in quite some time. Yeah, I mean, there, there's really only one camera, so it's behind home, and right. it doesn't pick up, at least again, the video that I saw doesn't pick it up until the, the, the home run hitter guy is approaching third base. So we don't know what led into it. No, no matter what the batter did, it doesn't justify what the pitcher did, You know, even if he did pimp the home run. So what? If you don't like a guy pimping a home run, don't give up a home run. There is a you know? line to be drawn, and it, it is full speed tackling somebody on a baseball field. I read that he might get expelled from school, and I don't think that's too harsh. You know what's interesting about that? Because like, baseball is rules, right? Baseball obviously has rules. Baseball is unwritten rules. And I feel like those are almost more closely followed than the actual rules of baseball, i.e. Vans, Astros. Yep. But there's an unwritten rule that says you don't pimp a home run. There's an unwritten rule that says you don't full speed Terry Tate, a guy going around third. Which unwritten rule of baseball has more validity? Like, which one do you have to, to put in the hierarchy? Well, I think doing a move from another sport is kind of where you draw the line. I am a big believer that the unwritten rules of baseball are dumb. They <laughs> they are stupid, and it's time that we get with the program and stop. You know, for as much of a macho sport as baseball is, with the number of alpha males that are involved, yes, it's crazy to me how sensitive someone gets. Mm. Oh, you looked at me too long after you struck me out. Oh, you watched a home run longer than you should have before you started to run around the bases. Oh, you jogged too slow around the bases like get over yourself you know well and Uh, and to be fair though to be fair uh, a lot of these players favorite movie is swingers (laughs) (laughs) 
Touche. That was good. I got you all day and all night. Josh, uh, as far as the lineup goes, uh, only one run for the good guys last night, and that is tough because you're not going to win enough games, bottom line. Well, what are the moves that are going to be made throughout the lineup? What is this team going to look to do? Well, here's the thing about the Rockies and the isotopes. There has, I mean, when, when they go on the road, it's an adjustment, right? Yeah. Um, Number one, the ball doesn't carry as well, and mm. you know that. Um, but just as importantly, the ball moves when you're in the batter's box more than you're used to it moving, right? Like, curveballs don't curve as much at 5,200 feet altitude. And then you get to sea level, and curves move way more. Sliders move way more. Cutters move way more. And this has been a long-time problem for the Rockies, for the isotopes, for any team that plays at an extreme high altitude is making the adjustment when you get back on the road. And it's something that the Rockies organization from top to bottom has been trying to figure out for going on three decades now on what they can do in order to solve this riddle. Um, as series go along at sea level, you, you, they adapt. They're able, they usually put together better at bats. They see the ball better. Um, Charlie Blackman has said that, you know, the early games of a road trip, you're basically, you can't really trust your eyes for where the ball is going to end up. You're kind of guessing differently for where the ball is going to end up. So it's an ongoing problem that has been there since the start of baseball at 5,200 feet altitude, whether that's Denver or Albuquerque. And it's something that all of these hitters need to figure out and get better at, both for themselves right now and also for if and when they get to the major leagues. And usually it's something that early in the season is not quite as exasperating as it becomes later in the season. You know, there's a physical toll of constantly going in and out of the altitude as well that takes an imp- that takes a toll on you, which usually comes later in the season when it gets super hot. Um, they also ran into two pitchers who were really, really good, who were going to be in the big leagues very, very soon. So that was also an issue too. Not to take away from the baseball synopsis, but Star TV and Radio and KOB's very own Brandon Ortega would like to know how many times Josh has went to the Derby. What does that mean? Oh, oh, so the Derby is a place in Los Angeles. It's a reference to the movie Swingers. It's a place that they frequented in the movie, and it's a place that I frequented probably more than 30 times in my life. Hey, okay, there you go. I mean, it's Tuesday night of the Tuesday night of the Derby for old Josh there. <laughs> hey, Thursday, hey, and Sunday. What's up with when Bernard slashes? I mean, he's looking the part, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. He's um look, he's let's be candid, he's not one of the the top 3 outfielders who are getting playing time based on the hierarchy of prospect status, right? So he's getting usually two starts out of point. a six-game series, maybe three games out of a six-game series, and to his credit, He's not complaining. He's not moaning. He's ready to go when his name is in the lineup card, and he's delivering, and he's delivering in lots of different ways. Singles, extra base hits, running down everything in the outfield, taking the extra bases. And so, I mean, he's he, he's the type of guy who you love having on your team because whenever it's his turn, he's going to be ready and he's going to deliver. Van, he is in limited appearances like Josh said. So what have we played, 16 games this season? He's got 17 bases already. Like he's like so in limited starts, he's just he's getting more than expected game. He's, he's just, nine for twenty one. Nine in. for twenty one at the plate, and that was after an zero for three yesterday. He was batting five hundred when yesterday started. Ooh. A manager has to have a guy like that in the locker room, right? Because you're yeah. going to lead by example for all these other young men. What does a guy like that mean to to manager Schaefer? I mean, 
the the AAA level is the hardest level for a manager, right? Because for the most part, you have a bunch of people who are not happy with where they are. Mm, right? Yeah. Right. Now there's some who are very happy that they're in AAA because they just got called up from AA. But for the most part, you have a bunch of people who either think they should be in the major leagues or they're pressing and trying to do something really hard to take that next step to get to the major leagues. And so it, it, it's, it's one of the hardest jobs for a manager at any level of minor league baseball because it's all about connecting with players who don't want to be there. And, mm. and so anytime that you have someone who has the right attitude, the right mindset, who, you know, there's this expression, be where your feet are, and someone who can do that every day and embrace that and bring that same just positive energy to the team every day, whether that person is playing every day or whether they're playing every other day, I mean, those are enormous guys to have on a ball club. What's our last note before we cut you loose, Josh? The last note before you cut me loose is that my interview is with Brett Boswell, Ooh. and he attended the University of Texas in Austin, which is nearby, and um, among his teammates there were two of Roger Clemens' sons, and he told some stories about hanging out with Roger Clemens' kids and Roger Clemens himself, and that's part of uh, Isotopes on Deck. I'm a big Roger Clemens guy. I'm like a huge Roger Clemens guy, because we all kind of know like the stories that surrounded baseball and surrounded him, but he's the guy who's like, no, never, I never did a thing that wasn't outside or it wasn't within the rules of the game. And he's claimed that forever, and I love everything about that. All right. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> I mean, so you can disagree with his face. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's your evidence. He's got a he's got. I look at it this way. The, the two major guys who you think of from the steroids era who have not gotten into the Hall of Fame because of their association with the PEDs, right? One is Barry Bonds and one is Roger Clemens. Yep. And one of those guys had a personal trainer that went to jail because he did not want to say anything bad about his friend, his client. Well, and the other person too. squealed to everyone about everything that he did. So what does that really say about those two people? Well, and also one is a trans- I mean, That means the first guy's from Albuquerque because yeah. we all know snitches <laughs> yeah. get stitches. Yeah. And, and the other guy's a transplanted New Yorker attempting to acclimate to Los Angeles is struggling to both boost his comedy career and get over his last relationship. A self-proclaimed master of seduction... Mike's buddy Trent Walker tries to show him how to make connections and get the attention of women. Slowly moving towards regaining his confidence, Mike needs the Gregorius? What is this? And down-to-earth Lorraine, played by Heather Graham, sparking a welcome new romance. Check out Swingers at your local Blockbuster. Thank you so very much, Josh. That's a fabulous synopsis. I'm telling you the movie rules. (laughs) You've never even seen it. It's Gregarious, by the way. Gregarious, It's not... Philly shortstop D.D. Gregorius. Actually, I think it was uh, gorgeous, but because oh. I don't read for a living. Oh, yeah, it is gorgeous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that too. She She's gregarious definitely. and gorgeous. I mean, I mean, boys, are we, are we talking nineties? We are talking Heather Graham. <laughs> yeah. Today's I nine varsity is the I nine varsity of nineties. Okay, any nineties? Are we talking? Like- uh, we're talking Heather Graham. Uh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Josh, thank you so very much. My I pleasure, boys. I stoves tonight. Uh, pre-game is what five forty-five. Michael, is that right? Yep, five forty-five pregame. Okay, I like everything about first that. pitch six oh five. The uh, gonna be a good one. You working that tonight, or is that A Marie? A Marie gets one more uh, thing before taking off. So she's taking off a couple of days. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. she is. She's gonna be gone. I saw she was up for a big award with the journal. Did you see that? No, I did not yeah, see she, that. Yeah, she got nominated for a sportscaster personality of the year, Reader's Choice, something, something. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I don't have good that officially. I don't even know if I'm supposed to officially announce that. But I think she's in the mix. Did you mess something up right now? Are I don't be in you trouble. crossed over to the fade. Well, oh Michael. You call that a callback in the you're business. You're tempting. Yeah. Don't tempt the fade. In a fade. 
Because you know what happens? You catch the curse, and then you're the Brooklyn Nets. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Breaking news. Mike Tyson don't play. That's the whole breaking news. Duh. And things you should know before you spout off. Mike Tyson don't play. Okay. There's a lot of people. It's a long list. Of people who don't play? People who don't play. It's good I-9 varsity. Let's do that. Uh, Okay. We got multiple varsities today. Uh, Let's sneak one in real quick. Okay. So we got a laundry list of people you don't mess around with. Absolutely. And also, okay. League Office 280 at 99sports.com, 505-312-4999, the impromptu varsity of people who who don't play. Okay, number one on this list is Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's number one. He's number one. Yeah. Don't mess with Mike Tyson. Mm-mm. If Mike Tyson says F off, if, if he says, you yeah. do that as fast as humanly possible. Because this is a classic case of mess around and find out. Oh, well, what were his words to the guy? Chill out, man. I mean, that's, uh, that, that seems pretty cut yeah. and dry to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just such a bad dude. Even if you know nothing about boxing, even if you know nothing about combat sports, you at least know that the guy from the hangover will knock you out. Mhm. The guy with the face tattoo from the hangover? He's got a good punch on him. At least you have that bit of data. Even if you don't know how legendary Mike Tyson was. The thing is you do know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. There was a, there's a couple dudes that you just don't test. What was that video the other day with the UFC guy who takes the guy down at the casino? Um John Bones Jones? No. Because <laughs> he's done that a bunch, too. There's another one. He's not as high up as Mike Tyson on the list, but he's very high up the list. All right, and forgive me, because you guys know I don't love combat sports, but I I, I try. You guys know I try. Shale Sonnen? Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So so a, a, a cat is like, hey, I'm, I'm here to test you, and he's like, hey, friends, please record this as I easily subdue this guy and de-escalate this situation. Because there's dudes you don't mess with. Yeah, like a professionally trained fighter who's been doing it for two decades. Right. That guy. Choose that guy. Hey, I got a guy. I got a guy who's a bunch of guys. This is a guy that I don't mess around with. Cauliflower ear guy. Oh, don't mess with that guy. Don't ever talk smack to cauliflower ear guy. And if you do, it's just like it's like a face tattoo. Well, here's what you're forgetting. If you do talk smack to cauliflower ear guy, you have to speak loudly because of the cauliflower ear. See, I don't think that's how it works. It's well <laughs> I don't think it messes with your hearing as much as it's just a staph infection that alters your uh ear tendons. That is? It's tendon, right? The tendon? Also, people who don't play is your DoorDash delivery guy. Don't mess with him. Yeah, don't. Hey, where are you at, bro? Yeah, nah. Don't send him like memes. Don't send him gifs of like a, a hourglass. He gonna mess with your food. You absolutely mess with Ben Simmons, though. Oh, hey. You mess with Kevin Durant in the fourth quarter. Duh. That's what you mess with. Hey, mess around, just give up. Woo. 
Oh for ten? How you let how you let the Celtics go on a seventeen one run? Are you kidding me? You were you were up by by seventeen. One of the greatest scorers. No, you were under the, the mastery of basketball. Went zero for ten on his last ten shots. Sucks so bad. And we give Kevin Durant a hard time because he's just so charming. Ten ply soft. He hasn't looked good this whole series. He, his entire life. Well. <laughs> it's been pretty rough. That was rough to watch. Well, you the know, Celtics defense was on fire. When Tatum guards KD, which stands for can't. I got nothing. Can't dribble. Yeah. Uh, uh, keep Duncan. Crusty demeanor. Thank you. That's yeah. a good one. Thank you. K's are kind of hard. Yeah, not a lot of yeah. There's not a lot of K words. With Tatum guarding him, eight points, two for thirteen shooting. <laughs> oh, for his last ten. That is nuts. Assist to turnover ratio zero to seven. <laughs> he sucks. He's he so- doesn't like to get pushed around though, KD. No. No, he does not. He can't handle it. He doesn't like when the fan in his living room is on medium. Too hard. He sucks so bad. He looks like toothpicks came to life in a Disney movie. He is very thin. He is He is so shook when he looks at Jason Tatum. When he looks at Jason Tatum, he's like, oh, shoot, that's, that's a dude. He's like, that's what I could have been if I didn't make that decision to only watch Disney princess movies for my teenage years. K-Disney. That's what KD, KD uh-huh. is. K-Disney. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not the type to where it's like, I'm going to be able to easily bounce back from that, and that's just a tough L one time. Because he's not that guy. No. No. He's wearing this one. Uh, forever, ever. Yep. And then, you know what, he's like, hey, and it's not him, it's Bo- It's the the Nets. The Nets are like, hey, Ben Simmons, we really need you to announce you're coming back because if you don't, the spotlight will still be on Kevin Durant because he's so dang soft. And also, those three nut jobs on the court, Simmons, Durant, and Kyrie, well, there's just not enough people to help them. If they made a sitcom of those three, it wouldn't even be shown on Tubi. Come and knock on my door. <laughs> I'm 37. Like, what are all these references I do? Like, that is a late 70s threes company reference. I was not alive. That is very true. What am I doing? It's mid-70s. Nick at, Nick at night. I mean, that's what it was. That's I'm, where I get all these is Nick at night. Oh, you're talking to the guy who went on a rant on Tuesday about kids sagging? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm very old. 17 points down, boys. And Boston comes back to go 2-0 in this one. And here's the thing. They ain't going to lose any. They're going to go into Brooklyn, which, by the way, they don't care about. They don't care where they play. No one cares about Brooklyn. There's not a home court advantage in Brooklyn. It's not the Garden. Yeah, all those hipsters and Tevas. That's no home field advantage. No. Yeah. You know who goes to the Garden? I mean, excuse me. You know who goes to the Barclays to rep their squad? No one from the community. Nobody. 
because they're all super broke because you got to pay rent there. It's everyone comes in from out of town, and by the time they get there, you know what they are? Tired. Hmm. It was a long day. Had to work downtown. Yeah. The commute. Too much hot yoga. You don't have to wear masks on the subway anymore. Thanks, Florida. <laughs> by the way, that judge in Florida, you know who this, this gal, this federal judge in Florida? No, she's like she's like 35 years old, and I'm not a person to be like, ageism. But I'm going to be like, come on, what do you really know in life? I know I'm 37, and I don't know anything. I started to figure it out at 37. You're, I, I know you very well, and I know right now you're lying. You have nothing figured out. You have well, no. Hold on. Yeah. You didn't hear me. Oh, okay. It said started to figure oh, it out at 37. Okay. Accepted the idea. Yes. I'm getting there. <laughs> Can you. Hey, here's the offense for the Nets. I'm being serious. Long three, long rebound. Long three, long rebound. Long three, long rebound. Are you noticing a pattern here, boys? Yeah, that's because you're tired of getting beat up on defense and you just go down and just chuck it. I was kind of rooting yes. for the Nets for just because I like an upset and because I like a good storyline. I'd like to see Kyrie just go as far as he can in the playoffs just to give us more to talk about, you know? Well, and Boston's like, hey, everyone, look. Look at Jason Tatum right here. And they're like, by the way, we still got Al Horford. By the way, we got Grant Williams. By the way, we're going to do a bunch of stuff you're not ready for. Defensive player of the year, Marcus <laughs> Smart. Yeah. yeah. But like, since I got my 23 million results back, and they got updated, and I'm like 83% Irish. I'm obviously a Celtics fan. Why did you do 23andMe twice? It's like you have trust No, they issues. update them. I didn't do it twice. They update them as they get more results and more data. God, dude, you got to get out of the cloud. So I went I went from like 67% Irish to like 83% Irish in the span of like 18 months. Silver lining, though, is... Kyrie will never have to play in the Boston Garden again. This thing's done for the year. <laughs> Wrapping up the hour, got some Cowboys talk, which is a thing we don't do often enough. We hear you, fan. We hear you, friend of the show. Talk about my boys. Well, how about them boys right now? We're going to give you a little bit of that. Thank you so very much to the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Had an absolute blast yesterday at the Horn location. Had uh, one million guests come on the show. They were all tremendous. Every guest we had was better than the one that preceded it. Could not have had more fun. And then this morning, um, because no one showed up to the gym with me looking at you, Van, I went, I don't know, 100 for 100 from the free throw line. Oh, yeah. You do great when there's no witnesses. I'm the absolute best of all time. And I, I hit a bounce shot, too. Like one of those like where you slam it over your head. You know what I'm talking about from the free throw line? How many, how many attempts? Some. Okay. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an official offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get a no-obligation offer to sell or trade it. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car, schedule a time, and drive away with confidence. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. This report is sponsored by Kelly Blue Book. Well, traffic right now, we've got those slowdowns westbound on I-40. They're going to start around the interchange and last until Coors. Also southbound I-25 between Osuna and Montgomery's moving a bit slow, seeing some slowdowns as well northbound on I-25 between Gibson and Central. Also starting to see congestion now westbound on Paseo as you approach the river. If you see an accident, call the Traffic Tracker hotline at 767-9167. Brought to you by American Home Furniture and Mattress. Shop in-store or online at AmericanHome.com. They guarantee you'll pay less. I'm Michael Carlisle from the 96.3 News Radio KKOB Traffic Center. 
This is Jim Rome with the CBS Sports Minute. Challenging to decipher exactly what's going on between the San Francisco 49ers and wide receiver slash running back Debo Samuel, but safe to say it is not good. I know this. You keep him. You make him happy. You need him. You need him worse than he needs you. This guy is a tone setter, is a wide receiver. That does not exist. I'm Jim Rome. The Sports Animal has your shot at 100 bucks 10 times a day and $25,000 for the grand prize. Think of it as freeing up some cap space and giving it back to the people. The 25K Payday. Listen for the national keyword every hour from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. weekdays. Text the keyword for your chance at 100 bucks. Please don't text to drive. Contest details are online now at sportsanimalabq.com. So you're not going to want to miss this. The deals at Kohl's right now are beyond epic. I just got some new bath towels for $3 each. Found the cutest kids' outfits for only 5 bucks, And got myself some tees and tank tops for just $7. But the best part? You don't need any coupons. Can earn Kohl's cash and get it all with free store pickup. Looks like April showers bring the flowers and the savings. Select styles. Sale ends April 24th. Some excuses apply. See store for details. That's the sound of a crack in the ceiling found at a home inspection. But with a Realtor by your side, a newfound leak might only cause minor worries. With their expertise, a Realtor can suggest a credit at closing and even connect you to a contractor to help you shore up that leak and alleviate your worries. When it comes to cracks in your plans, the expertise of a Realtor can make all the difference. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. This is Matt Crowder, live at the gas station on 41st Street, reporting on those skyrocketing gas prices. Excuse me, miss, are you buying less gas now because of the high prices? Oh, I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute, are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Well, does that actually add up to anything? I've made around $200. Wow, well, there you have it. Stop paying full price for gas. Download the free GetUpside app and get real cash back every time you buy gas. This is Matt Crowder, Radio News Network. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code PUSH for a $5 bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code PUSH for a $5 bonus on your first tank. That's code PUSH. So you're not going to want to miss this. The deals at Kohl's right now are beyond epic. I just got some new bath towels for $3 each. Found the cutest kids' outfits for only 5 bucks, And got myself some tees and tank tops for just $7. But the best part? You don't need any coupons. Can earn Kohl's cash and get it all with free store pickup. Looks like April showers bring the flowers and the savings. Select styles. Sale ends April 24th. Some excuses apply. See store for details. Where are those receipts? Tax day is nearly here, and Chanel is stressing. Why do I always wait to the last minute? Her small business needs a bookkeeper to crunch some big numbers. All these spreadsheets make my head spin. None of this adds up. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
Happy Friday from the boys. Van is going to break down the isotopes, talk about the NFL. I don't know, there's probably something going on with tennis. Two men on, 4 o'clock today. What what is this? Is this Is it a cappella? Is it actual music? Troy boy. I hate when you make me Google stuff, man. It's Young Skirt, that kid I'm producing. That's the number one song on SoundCloud right now, Purple Drink. Okay. So I'm looking up Troy Boy. By the way, I like the way he spells his name. He's a BOI guy? BOI. Alright. Michael, why? Why is this the thing that you have in Hold rotation? On. Don't listen to him, Mikey. I like that beat. His number one song is called Buss It. Buss It? Buss It. Like, take public transportation? I don't believe so. <laughs> now, who knows? I know what you're thinking, man. You're like, you're like Troy Boy with B-O-I. Where can he be from? Well, you guessed it. South London. South London? British DJ, record producer, musician. Combines elements of trap, house, bass, future bass, vogue, and dubstep. He's a fisherman, too, is what you're mm-hmm. saying. His debut album, Left is Right, released in 2017. Is the B-O-I the only O-I, or is it Troy with an O-I? So, okay, so you thought it was T-R-O-I-B-O-I. That would be my guess. It is not. It is T-R-O-Y-B-O-I, the British DJ. Troy Boy, the British DJ. Okay. He seems like a kind of guy who would... Today I learned. ...use derogative terms to describe cigarettes. Ah. Yeah. Seems like yeah. that type. See, it's not derogative there. Neither is the C word. I don't chance. You know what I mean? Okay. Is that not the C-word, Chance the Rapper? Uh, I was talking about Champions. That clothing brand that was popular, then was very not popular, and then made a return to popularity? Isn't that wild? Sometimes nostalgia. You just get lucky. I do know the story behind it, why it's a hype beast closing line now. Got like 45 seconds here. Get it. When I was a kid, Champion was Walmart clothes. Stop staring at the clouds while you're talking. They're Walmart clothes. Yeah, Champion was, you're saying Walmart, but I would say department store. No, it was department store, and it went like all the way down the ladder to Walmart clothes, and now it's climbed its way back up. Do you? And that's because the clothing brand Supreme bought them. Do you not believe that Walmart is a department store? It does have departments, yes. So I would, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Walmart and Target. Yeah, Macy's doesn't sell Hot Pockets. Kmart. That's what I consider a department store, like Macy's and JCPenney's, now Kohl's, if you're from this generation. Kohl's, I believe, is a department store. It has departments, yes. So does Walmart. How many Kmarts are left? Technically, Allsup's has departments. There's only two Kmarts left. What? Is that true? That's 100% true. I just looked it up. So according to this website, Fortune, which I've never heard of, as of April, there are only... Oh, bad news, bad news, Michael. Three Kmarts. You were very close. 
One in New Jersey just closed up on Sunday. There you go. Two Kmarts remaining. You know, at the peak of Kmart, yeah, there was like 2,500 of them. Yeah, that's a bunch. With like 350,000 employees, and I was one of them. You worked at a Kmart? I did. You have the red jacket? Yeah. Welcome to Sporting Goods, bro. How may I help you? Oh, some Winchester ammunition for your firearm? Sure. You yeah. never talk like that. That's how I would talk to people at the Kmart. I'd be like, Airsoft? So they would leave? Yeah, that was part of my... <laughs> it's working. Part of my bit. I'm out of here. Merged with Sears. I'm out of here, too. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Hey, Siri, what is this song? That would be Legend Has It by Run the Jewels. Nope. Spotify don't know. Or not Spotify. Shazam don't know. That's a fun word to say. Shazam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Are you worried that if you say Shazam too often, like you might actually cause like magic to happen? I told you about meddling in the world of magic because you're not supposed to tempt the fae. Mmm. But I love mean girls. What? Yeah. What is that? Written and directed by SNL great Tina Fey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tina Fey had a weird run. She did great. That's how you describe her? Yeah. Uh, mean Girls is a classic. 30 Rock is wildly above average. Uh, okay. What's the other one? Bridesmaids? That one was pretty funny. Did you write that? Yeah. That's two. I guess two, two puts you in the conversation. Two doesn't put you in wildly successful. She had that really bad one that was filmed here. One about Iraq or whatever, like journalists in Iraq. I forgot what that's called. I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I don't even think I made it through it. it. wasn't as funny as it was supposed to be. Yeah, it was filmed here in Albuquerque. Michael, Speaking of filmed in Albuquerque, I've been so busy, I didn't realize Better Call Saul came back this week. That's really exciting. I'm going to tell you why. Thank you, because I have no idea even what that is. Okay. So it is a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Also, it's like the prequel. Not familiar. Yes. Not to be confused with NyQuil. I don't like that you just did that. I got my fingers crossed when I'm watching Better Call Saul. Because I think my dog might be in it. Because they were filming at this house across the alley from mine, downtown. And you know how my dog barks, and he's really loud. I got an old beagle, if you didn't know that already, and he's very loud. So I'm assuming they're there filming for two weeks. I, I have to assume that my dog is going to be on this season of Better Call Saul. The, they don't use the take with your dog barking. How do you know until you watch it? Tina Fey's name legally is Elizabeth. I would not have got that. Oh, you never heard that? Tina is short for Elizabeth? No, I would say I didn't. Yeah. And also, uh, looking at her filmography here, you named her one movie, which was Mean Girls. She has literally nothing else. You are super wrong. I don't know, big dog. Just giving you what I got. Just giving you what I got. And that's what Jerry Jones did on a weekend in Little Rock, Arkansas, whenever he <laughs> in and the a summer of front desk attendant at 
something something airlines. So in 1996, man. Okay. It was alleged by. That's a good year. 96. Yeah. The Bulls? Like what? What about 96? Tiger Woods? Like what? Tiger Woods around then? Or did he do the, he did the Masters in 97, so no. Yeah. So what about 96 was nothing. Why are you doing this? It was a year for good wine. Why are you messing with me? It There's a, nothing special or unique about 96. It was a great year for hip-hop. It, like Clinton Gore? That was 96, I think? Like, what do you do? Get out. Stop. What are you talking about? So a 25-year-old Texas woman named Alexandria Davis filed in court some time ago that her, her father is Jerry Jones, who owns the Dallas Cowboys. And she said that happened because her mother, Cynthia Davis, who is a ticket counter taker agent for American Airlines in Little Rock, Arkansas, which, by the way, I'll never fly. I'm exclusively JetBlue now. What about our friends at Frontier Airlines? I told you. 505-246-0610. I highly endorse Frontier Airlines. Give us a call. Two men on, especially me, would like to be a brand ambassador So for you, Frontier. Are you soliciting Frontier to call you on the radio now? Yes. They're not going to do that. Also, McDonald's, Amazon, uh, eBay. Um, what's that other one? I am part of... My friend Steve. I'm part of the Frontier Bears Den. Are you familiar with this? A bear? I think it's called the Bears Den. Is that the same thing as a top? No, you're in the plane. Oh. But you get discounts on flights. So the story as it goes from Alexandria Davis, she says that Jerry Jones had a romantic um, uh, to do with her mother, Cynthia Davis, and that... They reached a settlement amongst each other, Cynthia and Jones, Cynthia and Jerry Jones, that would support her for the rest of her life and her daughter. Apparently, it's a lot of money. With, if he never, ever was accused of being the father, and this was never talked about. But the 25-year-old daughter is screwing the whole thing up right? until today when she decides that she's no longer going to... No longer going to pursue this, and uh, coincidentally, she just won the lottery or something, I'm sure. <laughs> Settled out of court. Of course, how could it bag of, be? bag of cash underneath the table. What I heard... What's this undisclosed source of money you did this large sum you just came into? What is it? Yeah. She's going to make a lot of deposits of $9,999 over the next few months. Yes. Yeah. That's a good one. I heard she just wants a paternity test. She just wants to know for sure. Yeah, so she doesn't want his money. Nope. She just wants to know if he's really the father. Well, and you know how Which Mike means get me in that will, son. Yeah, duh. Yeah. Talking about volleyball. Yeah. What's up, Wilson? Okay, here I'll run him off real quick. <laughs> okay, nineteen ninety six, Jerry Jones impregnated allegedly. Cynthia Davis. Yeah, Little Rock's Cynthia Davis. Also, I believe Cynthia Davis starred in Sex in the City, but I'm going to have to look that up. And I don't know what he listens to when he's getting it on, but let me run off some of these hip-hop albums that came out in 1996. Okay. Vital, you're going to like this. One of my all-time favorites, Outkast, AT Aliens. The Roots, right. Illadelph Half-Life. First, bo- all right, both of those are not the best albums from those bands. <laughs> Wait keep for going. it. 
<laughs> De La Soul stakes is high. Oh, good one. I never heard of them. Fuji's the score. Cynthia Nixon starred one. as Miranda uh, Hobbs in Sex and the City. Nas, it was written. A personal favorite of mine, Cool Keith's Dr. Octagon. Ghostface Killer's Iron Man, are you kidding me? And two, two all-time classics right here. Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt and Tupac's All Eyes on Me. Earth, That's a good year. Earth People. Yep, you got it. <laughs> it's the only one I knew. Also, the Reasonable Doubt album is not even close. That's the best banger from that entire year. That's an all-timer. Everything else is not even all-timer for the bands you named. Illadelf Half-Life of The Roots is their best album. It set their sound. Earth like, People. I do, I do like Nas's Illmatic more than it was written, but that's still a classic banger. And Tupac's All Eyes on Me? Get out of here. The first hip-hop double album? He was dead, Michael. He was dead at that time. He didn't even make the album. No, he was alive when that came out. Right, he, he was dead shortly he after. He was very alive during the release of that. Yeah. Michael, how come you always say, in a way, we're all Jerry's children? How come you always say that, Michael? It's Jerry Lewis, not Jerry Jones. Oh! Yeah, yeah it's a different Jerry. Right. He doesn't have half the money that... What if Jerry... I think Jerry's like way beyond the Cowboys. His biggest gift to the world is his curl. What if Jerry Jones goes on Jerry Springer and has to announce if he is the father? I think that's a Maury thing, isn't it? Not more of a Maury thing? I'm going to be real honest here. You don't know the difference. <laughs> One of them was a senator. No, Jerry Springer was a mayor of Cincinnati. He was the mayor of Cincinnati and a, a state senator, right? I don't think that's true. I thought he was a lawyer. You're thinking of Rudy Giuliani, who was on The Masked Singer last night, and that caused Kim. Yeah. That caused the cat from The Hangover. You almost called it Kim Jong Il, didn't you? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Ken Young. Ken Young to walk off the set. Also, what is the ma the mass singer is garbage, and I'm I'm into Ratchet TV as much as anyone. I'm I'll, not into any of that stuff. I'll watch every episode of Wipeout. That's way more entertaining. It's insanely entertaining. Yeah, Wipeout's fun. The mass singer is garbage. Hey, by the way, stars Jenny McCarthy. Boom. There you was go. Was that conversation on air or off? I air? think that was off air. Okay. <laughs> All right. Pat McAfee. Is the hotness in football right now. He's going to get an opportunity. I don't know if you know this, Michael. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Pat McAfee. He about to have a seat there on that Thursday night football telecast with Amazon. You put him next to the great ones in the booth, including Al Michaels and what's the cat's name? He used to be a college football quarterback at Ohio State and then made a career out of talking about how he's a better quarterback than he actually was. Oh, Kurt Chris, Herbstreet. Kurt Herbstreet. Herbstreet. Herbie. Yeah. Oh, Herbie. Mr. College Football. Well, he's Mr. Pro Football now. <laughs> I can't believe Pat McAfee would hang out with those losers. He's way more famous than anybody else. He's the most famous dude going. Yeah. More on Pat McAfee's opportunity with Amazon and Thursday Night Football when we get back. Thank you so very much to Mexico Pinion Coffee for filleth, filleting my cup this morning. <laughs> I was trying to go. I was Welcome trying back, to go Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson okay. and I blew it at the very end. 
New Mexico Pinion Coffee is the title sponsor of Locker 505's golf tournament this weekend at Sandia. Van has put together a motley crew of golfers to go and win the whole dang thing. That's correct. You? Even in spite of Robert never golfing All right, before. so Robert has never golfed before, Michael, and he's going to golf, and there is... Uh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fun. This is, get, do me a, Get a film crew. Oh, do the whole thing. Get, we need the whole day. Yeah. yeah. Did Brandon talk to KOB? Star TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega bring will be your there. camera. He will bring his camera. And a friend of the show... Bring Willow. One of the... So is Billy one of the top 30 under 40 thing? Is he one of those guys? I think he's number one. He is number one, I'm right? pretty sure. Yeah, Billy Eagle also joining. So it's going to be a good little foursome for the boys, and they'll be well represented. I will not be there, but thank you to Mexico Opinion Coffee for being the title sponsor of Locker 505's inaugural golf tournament this upcoming Saturday. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. What do I need to do to be on a premise strong enough to give – like a like a famous person, like a celebrity. What do I have to relationship wise have to give him a nickname? For you to be able to give the nickname, yeah, I think it just has to be a really quality nickname. I don't have to personally have a correspondence or a relationship or any sort of interpersonal belonging. Because nicknames are to me, there's like harsh rules. You cannot give yourself a nickname. Can't give yourself a nickname. That's 100% fact. 100%. Even if you're like, oh, I got the coolest Twitter handle. Does not matter. Yeah, you can't call me your Twitter handle. That's no, dumb. That's dumb. You gave it to you. Yeah. I'm not saying that. Mm-mm. And especially not saying at. Quit but, asking me. But here's the thing, thing. If I, like, I'm a broadcaster, right? Yeah. There's a kid who plays for, I know you always try to get out of me, Van. I'm going to bring up the New Mexico Highlands Cowboys one short little time. All right. Because I know how you get. You don't talk about them. I get my feelings hurt. You want more, but I'm going to be reserved. But if first baseman DH for the Cowboys, Jared Brown, steps to the plate, I say, it's the party, Jared Brown. And all season long, I say, no, the party steps up to bat. The three for four are on the day, and he's going to hit one into deep right field. The party rounds the bases. If Jared Brown changes his name on Twitter to the party, he's in the clear. All right. You're going to have to unpackage that for me. He's got sweet long locks. He's got a big old beard. And and he go out there and he just parties. He's he's Jared Brown the party. I mean, yeah, he's the party. All right. Dude likes a party. He got a tuxedo t-shirt on under his jersey every day. I assume he plays with a tuxedo t-shirt underneath of his jersey every day. Okay. I mean, he's got Tootsie Rolls hidden in his beard, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's got the build of a guy who probably has got Tootsie Rolls hidden in his beard. Just all for the children. Yeah. Pluck one out. Look what I found behind your ear. And when you see him out bumping around in the mean streets of beautiful and historic Las Vegas, New Mexico, you say, is that the party? Yeah. Even though he's really fit, he's still got a beer belly, doesn't he? I mean, cleated athlete, you know. You know how baseball players are. Sure. They're the party. But then like the party. you can have that nickname. And Pat McAfee, who I want to call Patty Mac, but I don't know if I can because I don't know the rules on nicknames. So Patty Mac has been in discussions with Amazon about joining their network's Thursday night football coverage. Also, here's the kicker, Van, because you're like, hey, it's oh, he's a kicker. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Because it's good to get one thing, but what if you get two things? <gasps> So you can have one thing, Van. All right. I'm going to offer you two things. 
Do I have to choose or can I have them both? Oh, you can have them both. Whoa, I'm in. So you can be the color commentator for Thursday Night Football alongside Al Michaels and Kern Herbstreet. 2022. They're just commentators. Thank you. Also, here's the thing that's a thing. That's 17 weeks a year. There's like 40 other weeks a year. That's not accurate, but you're close. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pat McAfee, how about you bring that uh, YouTube channel show that you do for free on YouTube over at Amazon Prime? What? Yeah. Didn't he just get a bunch of money from someone else? Oh, no, he got DraftKings money. It's not DraftKings. It's the other one. Yes. FanDuel. 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 He got that FanDuel money. Yeah. So he can get the FanDuel money and the Amazon right. money. Pat McAfee's doing it away right now because he's about to cover Thursday Night Football. By the way, you know what happens after Thursday? Friday. You know what Friday is? Friday Night Smackdown, which I, Pat McAfee does 52 weeks a year. As you know, I get a lot of my wisdom from hip-hop, and then you know, Puff Daddy and Mace told me, mo' money, mo' problems. I'm familiar. So I think Pat McAfee's going to have a lot of problems. All right, what was that saying? Mo' money, yeah. mo' problems. I think that was Sun Tzu. Mo' is short for more. If you're wondering. So, okay. Mo money, mo problems, dash little Nas X. With a dash of little Nas X? I don't know. I think it's a Bible verse. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Mo money, mo problems is for sure Sun Tzu. Mo money, mo money, mo problems, Mahatma Gandhi, Michael Scott. I believe that's correct. Yeah. Pat McAfee, who gets paid from SmackDown, WWE, who... Makes all the FanDuel money. It's like $30 million a year. It's a real, that's a, a lot of money. A super real number. Mm-hmm. Will get that Amazon money for Thursday Night Football. Will get Amazon Prime money when he brings that program over. I'll, like, uh, what's that cast name? Joe Rogan? Yeah. Did with Spotify? Yep. What's that gal's name? That gal? Yeah, the gal that does the one for the boys. Gal that does the one for the boys. All these podcasters are that thing now. Uh, Tommy Lauren. Tommy Lauren. <laughs> That's a good one, too, though. Yeah. Because she was just a nut job, white ringer, white ringer, right winger. Same thing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Podcast host, and now she's got America One or First first Whatever network money. Ah. They all do it. Say her name. Is that what it is? You know what I'm talking about? It's super famous. Call me daddy, is that what it is? You know, I don't know. This is a thing that I don't know. It's a thing. It's something that we should know. Uh, well, I should know. I'm sitting here telling you that I do know. Okay, well, tell me what it is then. Uh, hosted by Alex Cooper, Call Her Daddy. It's, it's it's the same deal Rogan got, but it's she's like the gal version. And also, you should see this, because you're on the dating app. All the ladies on the dating app, dating app put it in their dating app profile. Okay, well, i got to learn this then. You don't, and actually, I've listened to it a lot. It's garbage. Ah, well. It's not for me. It's got one with Jose Canseco. It, hey, Michael, will you do me a favor? Will you call Jose Canseco right now? Because he'll take it. Because that that, that's not a good get. Oh, wait. My reading skills are poor. It's yeah. Josie Canseco. Okay. Whoever that is. Pat Mac, he is making more in a single Wait, day. If I Did know he get it, beamed on on his head or if, what? If I know anything about Jose Canseco, that Jose, he definitely named his daughter Josie, right? Right. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. Sorry, Mikey. What were you saying? I was just saying you mean uh, Jose, the one that got his head beamed uh, with a home run. 
No, Jose Canseco lost the ball. It wasn't beamed. It was like a Arky boy. It hit him in the head yeah. when he was trying to catch it. That's my point. Yes. Yeah. He's the only assisted home run in the yes. history of baseball. That's what I, yep. And afterwards, he said, call me daddy. I'm like, what? Also, he uh, apparently was doing some boxing and hurt one of his, uh, broke one of his, uh, I think he broke his pinky on one of his hands. Box, I, boxer's fracture, right? And it fell off during a poker game. It just, like, fell off his hand. So I believe that, like, really messing up your hand is very common if you don't know how to punch stuff. Correct. That's yeah, boxer's fracture. The fracture of the fourth and fifth um, metacarpal. You got to punch with these two knuckles, Fred. Pat McAfee is making more in a single day than he made his entire football career. Every day. God, that's crazy. That is not crazy. He was a punter, right? He was the putter, like, of the decade. He was, like, yeah. the best one. He's an all-decade team punter. But he, like, played really hard on the field, and that was just a fraction of how hard he played off the field. Yes. There's a lot of really cool Pat McAfee yeah. stories. There's not a ditch that Pat McAfee was afraid to end up in. Yeah. Yeah. He, was he like, has personally met La Llorona. <laughs> yes. That's how many ditches he's been in. He's gotten close to the Fay. Oh, oh, that's strong work. Like that's that. strong work right there. If Pat McAfee made a deal with the Fay, I would not be surprised right now. Because, as I pointed out, you never agree or disagree with the Fay. Too dangerous. Are you in on making sure you always have a Thursday night Amazon Prime subscription to watch Amazon Prime exclusive games because Pat McAfee is rumored to be a part of the broadcast? Well, I'm going to watch it anyways. I don't know. If Even Pat without Mag- him? Yeah, sure. See, so I'm going the other way. Because you know how I feel about Thursday Night Football. It's a joke. doesn't need to exist. Yeah. Football is only for Sundays. Football on Thursdays, Saturdays, and Mondays is stupid and a waste of time. I'm in now, though. I'm 1,000% in now. And also, poor Joe Buck. No longer going to be the best broadcaster in the game. Okay, I'm kind of with you on this one. Instead of – because, you know, I, I often watch Thursday Night Football, and it's a good reason to go out in public and do stuff. So thank you for the excuse. NFL out in public though. I'm not here's hearing. what I do. Here's what I do. I watch it on mute and listen to music. Not no more. Pat, what Pat McAfee's doing is now I'm going to listen to it. Everyone is going to listen to it. And what you're going to get, Michael, is you're going to get like breaking news stuff. You're going to get like whatever's going on in the world on Thursday night. And you're going to get that from Pat McAfee. Florida judge is like, Hey, you don't need to wear masks on flights anymore. COVID's over. That's what you're going to get from Pat mm-hmm. McAfee. That's going to be a lot of Aaron Rodgers updates. Oh, all day, every day. He's just going to he's going to call in. Yeah. And here's the thing, he's playing on the field. So people are going to be like, I don't know how kosher this is. Amazon and Aaron Rodgers are just splitting McAfee's salary. The New York Yankees <laughs> hate history. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Tell us how you really feel. Inside Eric Haas, 1 0. The uh, the Yankees don't care about UC in history, Detroit. (laughs) Get on the bus. With a chance to record his 3,000th hit, Miguel Cabrera was intentionally walked by Aaron Bleep and Boone and the New York Yankees. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. There be fair. was 
Men on second and third, and first base was open. And Miguel Cabrera's up to bat. So it's not like they just did it with the bases empty and nobody out. Strategically, it was the right move for Aaron Boone. It annoys the fans in the process. A giant jerk move. Like, you know what's what's at stake. You know what's on the line. Hey, both runs ended up scoring anyways. Joke's on you, Booney boy. Pitch to the guy and let the fans enjoy it, right? That's that's my vibe. Today's I-9 Varsity. League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity, before we hand it off to Isotopes Baseball, is the I-9 Varsity of 90s, you know, Heather Locklears. The hotties. There you go. Yeah. You want to lead or you want me to lead? Uh, kick it off, buddy. Sarah Michelle Geller. Okay. Okay. Sarah Michelle Geller uh, was on the TV that I watched when I was a kid, and I was uh, I was a big fan of her work. Also, don't know if you're familiar with a little movie she did where she had to um, act. She had to act very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the reference. I'm not just going to go with um, models or actresses. I'm going to go with characters, my friend. Okay. Lisa Turtle, bro. Yeah, Lark Voorhees is a special one. Everybody had their own vibe Mm -hmm. from the lovely women of Saved by the Bell. Yeah. But I was a big Lisa Turtle guy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, Lark Voorhees got the Sammy Sosa thing. Don't know if you saw that. Oh, like she's like a cowboy now? She's like uh I don't it's like a pigment thing. I don't really know how it works. It's like forced vitiligo. So you're familiar with this? Yeah, yeah I know the Sammy Sosa thing. Okay, I, I mean that's the Sammy Sosa thing. Alyssa Milano is on my list. That's you're Alyssa Milano. Thank you. Welcome. Alyssa Milano, who I think is like only like five minutes older than me, but feels like it's a lot more. So I got Alyssa Milano on my list. She's a, uh, an exceptional beauty. Next on my list might be, I should have saved this for last, but I'm just going in order yeah, of what I've written them down. Alyssa Milano's 49. That's Look, crazy. bro, Topanga. Well, Topanga from Boy Meets World. I'm not trying like, to be weird right now. It's unfair. She was a, like Daniel Fischel? Yes. She was a child in the 90s. What are you doing? I was a child in the 90s, right, I'll, Fred. I'll super buy into that. Good Lord. Not now, you creep. From the texter, Josh Sushan has a <laughs> Alyssa Milano story that he would like to share on air. And I am off tomorrow broadcasting New Mexico Highlands baseball, so you will need to okay. follow up on that. I'm writing it down right now. Marissa Tomei is on my list. Marissa Tomei, to me, mathematically speaking, is possibly the prettiest human being on the planet. If you asked Michael to sculpt a David of a lady, he would sculpt Marissa Tomei because she is scientifically proven as the prettiest lady to ever live. That's a sprinkle of hyperbole, but uh, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, and I agree. And uh, next I'm going to go with um, Sarah from The Labyrinth. What? Sarah had to go on a magical fantasy science fiction adventure through the labyrinth to get her baby brother back from David Bowie, Goblin King. Of course, Sarah played by 
one Jennifer Connolly. Miss me with Jennifer Connolly. What? You are a crazy person. Miss me all day and all night. You put Jennifer Connolly next to my next one. And by the way, we're saying 90s because of Heather Locklear. But okay. Halle Berry is a 90s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Halle Berry is not just a fine wine. She's just fine. She hasn't aged a day. No, she's beautiful. That's insane. From the texter, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega, Jennifer Love Hewitt on the list. Yeah. Yeah. She was a big deal. Yeah. I know my niche is from, my list is a little niche from when I was younger. Yeah. And I'm going to drop one that not everyone might know. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about mathematically beautiful. Yes. Rachel Weiss. Oh, hard yes. I am very into that aesthetic. Yeah. That might be my favorite aesthetic. Very pretty. Yes. Similar. She, she kind of like diverts from my list of like my teenage crushers. Because yeah. I didn't, I wasn't turned on to, definitely by, I wasn't turned on to Rachel Weiss until I was a little older. Right. And I was like, oh, that's, that's my vibe. So. I, so I'm only going with what I am identifying as beautiful. Oh. That's my thing. Okay. Because that's why when you say Halle Berry, you right next to her put Salma Hayek. And they're like 1A and 1B to me. Salma Hayek is way up there. Yeah. Yeah. Halle Berry's my favorite. Is that your favorite? No, you are a liar. Because I no. hear you regularly talk about Catherine Zeta-Jones. I hear you do it all the time. See, you I got really? I got Selma Hayek over Catherine Zeta. You, and now I know you're lying because you've been a <laughs> Penelope Cruz guy the whole time I've ever known you. You two Wait, liars. Penelope Cruz. Are Jennifer you supposed to Love say Hewitt. Penelope? Is that not what you say? I call her, I've been calling her Penelope my whole life. That's okay. Is that not right? I think that's correct. That's that's incorrect? Yeah. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> you get a last one or you good? I'm good. I mean, I'm going to end the list with Rachel Weiss. That's where you're ending it? Yeah. Uh, on talent alone, but also a fair mix of beauty, is Shania Twain, who in 1997 released the greatest crossover album of all time, Come On Over, which spanned not just the radio waves of country music around the country, but pop as well, and released what Van has argued to be the greatest diss track of all time. That's very true. That don't like, impress me much. Jay-Z, back of the line. Yeah. Eminem, get out of here. Best diss track of all time is Shania Twain. Also, the song that wakes Mike Vital up every morning, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Like universally. Uh, no. Like universally gorgeous, but never my cup of tea. Yeah. I think the 90s belong to Carmen Electra. Uh, it's Denise Richards, but yeah, you were very close. Yeah. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Hurley. She's, she's Elizabeth Hurley. That We should have started and ended there. Very into the very, same, very into the conversation. Same thing about this program. Van, any final words before we go? Too much for the time allotted, my friend, but anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.